Hey guys, welcome back to Rent Free. As you know, Rent Free is about shedding light on all the topics, thoughts, feelings that are living on your mind rent free. And I'm here to help them pay up or move out. But today's thought that is living on my mind rent free is Love Island. And I don't want it to pay up or move out because I went to watch the Love Island Grand All Stars finale live last night and yeah don't ever want to forget that experience so instead i'm using my podcast to brag or expose myself it's not something that i want to admit every day that i have an obsession with love island and that i've watched every season twice but to be fair i met a lot of diehard love island fans last night that have watched every season three times not two three three so they're worse than me have merch and watched all the After Sun episodes, which I haven't done. So I think I'm pretty tame in comparison. But nonetheless, I'm bragging and I have bragging rights because I drove an hour to get there and got there, did some work, got dressed into this dress, but stood around in 35 degrees Celsius heat for a while. So basically my dress was sticking to me and I looked like a pig on a spit bry and I was wearing six inch stiletto heels for what was it seven hours straight the dress code did say hot and very sexy only like the love islanders so I thought that heels was fitting but I don't care whether the shoe is your size or not if you're wearing heels it's never gonna fit it's just never gonna fit so my feet are not thanking me today but it was worth it. I mean, it made me like six foot four. So I got the best view and it probably stood out a little bit, <laughs> which I don't mind. Cause you know, if I was getting eyes from some of the Islanders, I'm not going to complain whether they were looking at me like, damn, she's pretty or damn, she's giant. She's a giant. I, I don't know, but I'd like to believe they thought I looked nice. <laughs> so yeah. But before I actually share the story, I'm going to just give the context. I've been watching Love Island probably for about three, four years, and I've watched every season twice, as I've already mentioned. And my excuse for watching it used to be, I work so hard, my brain's doing numbers all day, I just want to watch people get it on and it be mindless and entertaining and stupid, but also so good. That's my only reason, I promise. Um, yeah, it turns out that was bull because for three months of doing nothing in the university holidays, guess what I was doing most days? Yeah, so clearly I have a problem. But the first step to recovery is admitting it. But I'm still going to keep watching it. And it's really not that big of a deal. It's just one of those shows that you can't stop watching. Everyone has one of those. So this is mine. So I knew that they were filming the All-Stars season in Franchuk in Cape Town. Um, I did some Google Maps <laughs> searching. Yeah, no, I'm making it sound a lot worse. Um, but anyways, so I knew it was in Franchuk, but I mean, they did say it was in Cape Town. So it's also not um, rocket science. So I thought maybe I can get some tickets to the finale because they normally have a live audience there, but it just depends if it suits my student budget. 
But after doing some research, I found out that it was actually free tickets. They offer free tickets. And the official site for it um, said specifically it's a free ticket, but you know, we randomly choose people. So it's not guaranteed you're going to get a ticket. You can just sign up and then you'll find out in a week or two if you've got a ticket. Initially, when I saw the site, I thought, mm, are you sure? Because it looks like one of those pop-up ads when you're on an illegal streaming site like F-Movies. That's what the site looked like. So I was a little bit skeptical, but I googled and I made sure it was verified. So I was like, okay, I'm going to apply, but I don't know if I'm going to actually get it. The likelihood of me getting it is so slim. I did stats last year, so I should know that this, this, this may not be for real. I shouldn't get my hopes up. About two weeks later, I was busy meal prepping for the week, just minding my own business, stressing about things that were going on, as humans do. And I got an email saying, congratulations, you've received tickets to the Love Island finale. I got two tickets, by the way. I kid you not, Georgie, my cat, probably thought that I was having a seizure because <laughs> I was jumping around, screaming, setting voice notes. I was, I was so shocked because I thought that the likelihood of this happening was so slim and it happened. Okay, luck is on my side. But then I read the fine print and it said, you get the tickets, but you're not guaranteed entrance because they only allow 100 people to enter the venue. And then some people have priority tickets, but you have general. So it's purely on a first come first serve basis. So I was like, okay, that means that I'm going to need to go a little bit earlier just to make sure that I secure a spot. So as time kind of went on, I got um, one of my friends to join me. So we were initially going to go together and her boyfriend was going to take us and then bring us back afterwards. But the event only ends, it said on the thing, um, on the email, it only ends at 1 a.m. So the problem is driving an hour on the highway in the middle of the night to come home when you're just three young people is probably not the best idea. So that kind of messed our plans up a little bit because literally on the morning, my friend was like, I don't think we can drive back in the night. So then it was trying to arrange a BNB, but she also had to leave super early the next morning because she had a compulsory thing on campus at eight o'clock in the morning. And I was planning on sleeping in. So that wasn't going to work out. I mean, I can barely function of <laughs> six hours of sleep is probably the minimum. So three, halving that, I, I don't even want to know. I, I live on a granny schedule, so that's just not my life. But at the end of it, I did say we were willing to compromise and stuff. And I'm really sad that she wasn't able to make it, but she had so much work to do and stuff. So I just said, don't stress about it. You do you. Focus on your stuff. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to go on my own. So in between my back-to-back -back lectures, I was trying to sort things out and figure out accommodation. Luckily, my mom had a coupon from Airbnb for being a super host because she has a BNB back in Joburg that we could use. So we used that. We found a BNB literally two minutes away from the meeting location. So that was a score. And I got back home after this day and I was planning on taking my time to get ready and maybe getting there at 6.30 because the ticket said 7.30. So I thought Ugh, an hour before should be good enough time. So I should leave at like five. But then I thought about it again and I was like, okay, traffic, I need to get to the B&B first. I need to unpack, blah, blah, blah. 
So I just threw everything into shopping bags. I gave keys to my neighbor to look after Georgie and I, and I vied because I also wanted to miss the traffic. So there I went on my little road trip and when I got to the B&B, which was beautiful, it finally sunk in and I was like, okay, this is happening, but I need to do some work first. So I did some work, I ate some food, got ready, and I thought, okay, 6.30, yeah, it's 6.30 now, I'm going to leave now. I got to the spot and I walked in very casually, very slowly. There were very few people there. So I thought, oh man, I'm still pretty early. I was number 97. If I was two minutes later, I, I wouldn't have made it in, which is ridiculous. It's crazy. All of that for nothing. And I, that was a concern at the back of my mind. But I thought that 6.30 would be a good time. And the people were telling me some people started queuing up at 10 a.m. because they went last year and they were denied entrance because they were just too late. So they literally been waiting there the whole day, which is so commitment. So maybe my fandom is not as bad as I thought it was. But that was ridiculous. So I just got super lucky. Um, and I was phoning my friend and I was like, I don't know anyone here. Um, I'm just kind of standing around. But then there was another guy that went on his own. So we chatted and it was a super chilled thing. We kind of sat around in 35 degrees outside. So all sweating like pigs waiting to leave to the villa because this wasn't at the actual villa. And they let us go inside. We had to hand our phones in because we weren't allowed to take photos or videos throughout, which sucks because I don't, it, it happened, but it doesn't feel real. So I wish I had like physical evidence that it, that it was a thing that I could look back at it. So this voice memo is probably the next best thing. So we gave in our phones and they gave us wristbands and we were allowed two drinks each, which I obviously took advantage of. Then after we mingled a bit, we started queuing to get into the taxis. Felt just like home. And after getting into the taxis, shame, the driver was playing some beats to get us all pumped. It was just a bunch of crazed fans goals. Like these goals were screaming. It was a bit much, but I get the hype. It's fine. So we drove for about 20 minutes and we got to this gate. Well, actually it wasn't 20. Yeah, it was about 20 minutes. We got to this gate and we went bundu bashing to get to this villa. Eventually we got there, massive spotlights everywhere. There was like production team all over the show. And we drove down the road that all of them drive in the Jeep, you know, at the beginning when they hanging out the, the roof, that whole thing. Yeah, pretty iconic. And we passed the villa and parked on the road and then all started walking to the entrance. So we didn't actually enter, enter through the front. We didn't go inside the villa. We entered through the outside into the sort of outside area of the villa. So we queued there for a while, probably stood there for an hour just to get in and get a seating because they were kind of arranging everyone. So, and of course, I was at the back of the line. I made some friends with some goals there. So we were just chatting. My feet were killing me. But eventually we got inside and I walked into this villa and I just had this moment where I was like, okay, this is, this is what I've been seeing on TV. Okay, that's cool. It's a lot smaller in person, I gotta say. So I'm not surprised that people can hear each other when they're having conversations and chats and all of that. 
but we we got in and we didn't get seated we got stood next to the pool they told us to just chill there and then when we start airing they said you guys can go behind the counter in the kitchen the famous kitchen and take your heels off and chill so we actually had the best seats in the house even though we weren't on camera for the first half of the show we could chill and we got front view everyone else got views of their backs but we got front view of the interviews and alice so it was great but i'm getting ahead of myself there's still a lot to unpack <laughs> so we were standing next to the pool my feet were still killing me but i soon forgot about my feet killing me when the love island cast just started walking through the hideaway door one by one they all they just came through they just kept coming and i was like this is not real this is, this is not real obviously you're trying to keep your cool and i had some some friends next to me and they were just standing there and they were like okay okay and we were all just trying to play it cool okay because you obviously don't want to you don't want to be that person um but man i've got to say they are beautiful all of them such beautiful people obviously they look great on tv but in person it's it's still it's so much better and a lot taller than i expected i always thought that they were going to be pretty short but they were a lot taller than i expected anyways besides the point so they then went to this corner bar area next to the main stage just to chill and i was just standing kind of staring at them but trying not to stare type of thing and india one of the past islanders was close to us in the kitchen doing interviews with the ex-islanders and she was yeah she was so weird she waved at all of us and it was nice and then one by one as the islanders walked past over the pool because it was like right where we were then they looked at us and they smiled and waved and kaz blew a kiss to me you know all the nice stuff and um yeah it was ah it's so weird I, i'm fangirling so much right now this is embarrassing i need to relax so they did their interviews there and then all of a sudden all of a sudden after me just admiring everything Stormzy also walks out and he just hops on the couch one of the couches on the other side of the pool and he's just chilling and everyone's like okay so Stormzy just walked in all right cool that's casual that's so casual he obviously came because he's dating Maya so he wanted to support his woman which we love um and then Mitch was standing close by and I was chatting to my friends about Stormzy and he was like, that's Stormzy, I'm going to pee my pants. And I was like, I've already peed my pants, but I'm going to pee it again. So it was, it was really cool having a little interaction there. Um, and then all of the finale Islanders came out as well and walked to the fire pit. Everyone cheered. Maya came out. Maya's super cool. The sexiest woman I have ever seen. Like Stormzy scored. She is stunning and super relaxed, so laid back. So it was really nice. She's a great host. Really nice to watch that. And then we finally made our way behind the counter, could take my heels off, like lounge around a bit and just watch the show go down. The producers were also great. The team was lovely. They brought us water. They'd escort you to the bathroom if you really needed it which I didn't because I was sweating all my fluids out. But the producers also kind of cued us how to cheer and when to cheer and the level of cheering and stuff. So that was pretty much the only rehearsed thing. And it was cool to watch Maya sort of reverse, uh, rehearse her lines 
and practice sort of prompting some things. But I mean, it was a very rough sort of setup. Obviously, she had her lines being shown to her on a little screen of what she was supposed to say, but it still felt very laid back and go with the flow. So I really enjoyed it. It didn't feel too robotic, but it was just also cool to see the cameras and the setups that you don't see behind the scenes. So in a way, it kind of, it humanized it a lot for me because you see it and you're like, wow, this is so insane. This is so cool. But then you see the setup behind it and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like this is pretty normal. I would, it's, it, it didn't ruin the experience at all for me. It just kind of made it seem more normal, especially seeing all of the, the islanders and stuff and just walking around having conversations. Obviously you didn't have conversations with them. It would have been nice, but just watching them and stuff, they're all just normal people, which was nice to witness. I think a lot of people get caught up in the idea of celebrities thinking that they're some gods sent from the heavens, but they're just normal people living their normal lives. So that was, that was, that was interesting to witness. I enjoyed witnessing that. Um, but anyways, my little side talk. So the show went on and we were in the kitchen till about halfway and they announced the fifth, fourth and third in terms of the winning order. When Georgia, H and Anton were announced fifth, sorry, it's a spoiler, too late now. Um, there was a really awkward moment where Anton was saying something like, Georgia came in here heartbroken and she was like, why did you have to say that on TV? It was so unnecessary. So Maya just went, okay, so let's talk about something else now. It was, it was really bad. That was, oof, that was like firsthand cringe. It was really tough to watch. Um, but that was probably the worst moment. So overall it was, it was really good and flowed nicely. And then we moved to the fire pit after the final couples, Molly and Jess, Achmali and Tom and Jess and, huh? Yo, yes, Jess and Callum. Sorry, I'm, my brain is foggy. Um, they then moved to the main stage and we went to the fire pit and we just watched the rest of the show and they announced the winners and everyone was cheering, jumping around. And as soon as the show was done, then we got escorted out of the venue. I waved to everyone as I said bye. I caught Tom's eye and I got a little wink, which is nice. Maybe I, maybe I was dreaming, but I'm convinced this whole experience was a dream. So why not make it a glamorous dream? But I did see a wink. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, so that was that was fun. Really so great. And it was super, it flowed super nicely. The production team were on it. They kept you informed with what was going on. They took care of us really well. And we got back onto the taxis and drove back, got our phones back super quick and easy, no issues with that. And I went home, hopped into bed at 2 a.m. after just calming down after the time I had, but I was also exhausted. And that was my experience. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel real. <laughs> it really doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like I went through that, but I did. And I'm so glad that I went out of my way. I missed all my lectures today and I feel like The Walking Dead, but it was so worth it. It was so worth it. And in part, I'm recording this episode as well so that I avoid having to tell the story a hundred times over. But also I want my podcast 
not only to be a space to talk about serious things, important things, I don't want to say serious, but important things, but also other things that might be important, like this is kind of important, but just things that are exciting to talk about and hear about and whatever. So I don't want to limit the framework of my podcast too much. That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. Just as long as you guys enjoyed this episode, that's the moral of the story, then I'm happy. And with that being said, that is it. In the next episode, which is going to be posted again next Monday, um, I will go back to the season of health, body and fitness and all that topic stuff. When these random episodes happen, just embrace it because things don't always go according to plan. So this was a very casual episode in relation to what I normally do. And I apologize for how rough it sounds. I also didn't want to directly transfer the Love Island music for legal reasons. So that's why it sounds so crusty. I apologize. But thank you guys so much for listening. And please remember to interact with me through Instagram with regards to topic ideas or if you want to be a guest on my podcast feedback whatever it might be i'm very open and i'm excited to hear from you and the next time i'm recording a love island episode i better be telling my bombshell story that's all i gotta say so (laughs) bye guys until next time